Whoa! I am way too hard. Way too hard. Fuck it, let's do it. Fuck it. Welcome to Higher Praise. Welcome, friends. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining the first ever episode of Higher Praise. I appreciate all of your support. You are loved. And uh, this is I want to watch a bunch of movies and kind of just record the commentary because... The first time I watch it with somebody, I always want to talk. I love talking during movies. I really do. It's one of my favorite things to do is talk during films. I like to try to, I don't know, make them funnier, like in scary movies. I like to make scary movies funny. And I like to try to make sad moments funny. Like, you know, I try to just see the opposite of that moment or something. I'll just say something random. And it's, it's fun for me to talk while watching these movies. But people hate it. People fucking hate when i talk during movies so i have to just sit there and be quiet the whole time and it's miserable i don't like watching movies like that that's not fun for me and so what i want to do is i want to watch movies and i want to fucking talk all i want to talk and hopefully you've already seen the film because i want to watch a bunch of the old classics that we love to see and you know give like a nice take on it and have some fun with it and just kind of talk and have a good time you know, we're going to just be some friends hanging out in my room. We're going to be talking. We're going to be drinking a little bit. We're going to have fun, uh, you know, doing our thing. And hopefully, you know, we're just kind of having a conversation. And what really happens is these movies are on in the background. That would be my ultimate goal is you're barely even noticing that this movie is in the background. But we're just kind of having a good dialogue. And the movie is gonna just give us ideas of where to take that dialogue to because that's what movies are they're art to be interpreted and that's why i want to talk about these fucking movies and i want to interpret this art but y'all motherfuckers tell me to be quiet fuck you for that i don't like that i don't want to be quiet i want to talk during a whole film look i talk so much god damn it sorry guys i actually didn't have a movie planned uh, This is my first time trying this out We're gonna kind of see how the equipment works. Hopefully it sounds really good. Hopefully the video comes out nice and Everything kind of works. Well, I'm uh, learning. I'm gonna have to learn how to edit So, you know, this is gonna be a fun little learning experience for me. It's um, you know a nice hobby That I can do in the free time to kind of entertain myself keep myself from being bored we know how the coronavirus is um, with this quarantine you know not a lot of social situations anymore and I feel like I've been almost isolated between just I go to work and I walk around this factory and it's just boring and tedious and then I come home and I do nothing and so I feel like this is something you know and hopefully you know, you guys can pick up some hobbies and maybe I inspire you from listening to me that you'll want to do some stuff too. you know, go, you know, pick up a sport or, you know, start co a collection or maybe some new video games. Or, you know, if you're like me, you want to watch some movies. That's what I like to do. I love watching movies. So uh, let's start with a good old classic. Let's do... Let's do something everybody's seen. 
Let's see here. Let's see here. What's such a good film that everyone would just enjoy? I want to do the campaign. Okay, guys. So I've decided we're going to watch the 2012 film, uh, The Campaign, with uh, Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. You know, they're playing these senators. I could not tell you who the director is. Let me see if I can somehow look that up. Okay, so the director was Jay Roach. Shout out to Jay Roach for directing this film. I remember when this thing came out. I was a, uh, I was just becoming a high schooler. Yeah, I think I was like a freshman in high school. And I remember we used to quote, because we were so impressionable, we used to quote this movie all the time. Like, this was, like, for for weeks, like, every joke, the punchline was just this movie's jokes. Like, we watched this so much. I remember watching this with myself, and then I had to show my best friend Josh. And Josh, me and Josh watched it, and we are like, oh my god, this is the greatest movie we've ever seen. This is so funny. And then we made Skylar watch it. And then we made Evan. By the time we'd shown all of our friends, I had probably seen this film like 12 times. No joke. At least. And I quoted it so much. Like, it was what made uh, politics interesting to me. I actually enjoyed politics because of this movie. I was like, man, if politics were a little bit like this, I would be interested. And blame Trump for all of his faults. You know, whatever your stance is on that. The motherfucker's entertaining at the very least. He's got me reading headlines and looking into stuff. We, we got Trump running. We got Biden running. Like, it's literally a comedy. 2020 or in 2012. It's just like the scale is so much bigger in America now. And God, why couldn't Jason Sudeikis have been Trump's campaign manager? That would have been a good time. If Trump would have went for actual funny and would have, ah, man, some more WWE tours or something, had a roast, him and Snoop Dogg could have got along or something like that. I don't know. That would have been interesting. <laughs> our nation's security has never been stronger because our troops and our veterans are this nation's, nation's backbone. backbone. Because farmers <laughs> are this nation's backbone. Are this nation's backbone. Is this nation's <laughs> backbone. Audio installation are specialists this nation's and window backbone. Are this nation's That's one of those backbone. lines we used to say because all the time. We used to say it all the time. Are this nation's backbone. Are this nation's backbone. Bro, I feel like I'm in high school again. I feel like I'm exactly in high school again. This movie's was just let the machine take one for God. Hey Shana, it's Congressman Cam Brady here. Just stepped away from a family dinner to tell you I wish I wasn't eating fried steak. I wish I was eating Shana pussy. Seriously, baby. You get me so hard my dick presses against my zipper and it hurts like a motherfucker. What else? Oh, hey, I got your parents' tickets to the producers. And oh, yeah, let's do something crazy weird next time, like lick each other's buttholes in a Denny's bathroom. All right, I gotta go. Cambray no 12. <laughs> Cambray 012. Cambray 012. 
the fucking writing, the writing for this is brilliant. We can't have this. It's a behavior what is that, that has to stop. <laughs> but Congressman, you made the call. I have made. What's so funny is that's because this is exactly how Congress people, like uh, politicians, dance around questions. They'll say some of the dumbest shit, and we're just like, yeah, sure, that's we'll let them exactly roll with it. A thousand phone calls have been rude, inappropriate, sexually explicit phone calls. I wish I could take back. But that's only a thousand out of a hundred thousand. I'll take those odds any day of the week. I'm gonna end up talking in a southern accent for like the next rest of the, this podcast, probably. Like my little twang is gonna come out because of the way that this movie is talking. I swear it's gonna come out because of the way this movie's talking. Watch. My brother and I are job creators, and because of that, we're also candidate creators. Ooh, good. Candidate creators. Bro, that should be... This be making you sad, man. What the fuck? They just be creating politicians, bribing them. Hey there, Marty. Hey, Tammy. Good morning, Dr. Scruggs. I have no idea who you are. Hey, Diane. Why in 2012? Such a <laughs> I can't move the candle. I strive girl. to be yes, like can, Marty Like I can't feel like he has a good work. life. He seems like he genuinely has a lot of uh, antidepressants, but he just is always happy. Get some sleep. Yeah, I'm just real high. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> hysterical, Travis. How's the turnout for the 11:30 tour? Just one person signed in. What? Are you serious? I guess we're plugging Maddie Seltzer. I guess the kids would just rather go to class. I just need one person. Oh. Yeah, well, guess who it Marty's is. Marty's changed. Mrs. Cutler, again. You got a crush on you, Marty. She's gonna have to get lost. <laughs> Bro, I can't, like, I never had a childhood like that, but I really kind of wish I had just that nice, nice, like, sweater Carlton lifestyle. I would love a good Carlton lifestyle. Carlton, like the... If you have the confidence to wear a sweater most of the time, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You're probably a happier person. You're probably happier than the average person. If you wear a sweater most of the time, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, that's going to be my, my, uh, I don't know. Fuck it. My thing for the day for the podcast. <laughs> what is this voice? <laughs> that is like. This is like the greatest news I've ever heard. I cannot all. <laughs> and here it is. When when people talk like this, when they get that southern twang like that, it reminds me of my mom. My mama, she used to get so she would be fine. She would talk regular and she'd have a cool normal accent and be, you know Missouri accent, whatever. But when she would get angry. That twang would come out, and you could tell she was angry because she started talking like this, and she'd get a little something like this on her voice, and she'd get mad, and she talked like that, and then she started to calm down. Or uh, the other time you'd ever hear it would be when guests would come over. She'd get this, like, Southern Belle, like, how you doing gentlemen like not okay not that bad that that was a little exaggerated not quite that bad but she'd put like a nice little twang to give it like a southern hospitality sound 
to like the home when you walk in. It's like a little hospitality. She used to always put that voice when my friends would come over to the house, but then it would just drop. As soon as my friends left, it was back to a mean old ass regular sounding mom. That shit was fun. America. I mean, that we be doing that same shit here, though, for real. They just pay us more. That's the only difference. We do the same shit. Whole bunch of factory jobs here. This ain't nothing. When you got the money, nothing is unpredictable. It's a scary-ass statement. Nothing is unpredictable. You could predict when you're going to die. You're going to predict when you're going to get caught. You can predict everything. They know what the fuck's going They control so much. That shit sounds so scary. If I was in the Matrix, I'm going to be real. You give me the red pill, blue pill option, bro. Give me the fucking blue pill. I want to go back to the blissful shit. I'm glad that they told us about the UFOs. I'm glad they finally told us about the UFOs. But that's the only part of the red pill I wanted. Just let me know they're aliens. I fucks with the aliens. I fucks with the aliens. That's all I needed to know was that there were aliens. Bro, I don't need to know that there's a pedophile ring going on. And I don't need to know that there's murder and all this evil shit going on. Like, bro, give me the blue pill. I want to go back to the blissfulness. I want to go back to when I was in high school watching this movie. God, it was so blissful when I was in high school. The first time I watched this movie, I got some chips. I'm a big chip eater. (laughs) And I let the goat lick my penis. You know what? He said he wouldn't get mad. Too strong. <laughs> that's all that's all a man ever wants is just to get a compliment like that. Ladies, if you're listening, we just want to hear that we got some strong hair. That our hair looks good. Just tell us our hair looks good. That's all we want to hear. That's a whore bro, the fact that he's actually shocked. He's just saying lines that you've seen in like eighties movies. I have never really even watched 80s movies. Maybe I'll start watching some 80s movies. Because I really ain't ever watched 80s movies. But I always feel like I understand them. That, my friends, is how we're going to... That makes sense. Strong jobs. Strong North Carolina. Strong United States. Who's got North Carolina right now? They must be fucking it up. Uh Uh-oh. What a speech. I'm inspired. I want to do something. I don't know what, though. They got that music going. Just dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Sounds like, sounds like a Pirates of the Caribbean theme. He's just amped. He's jacked. He's jacked right now. I'm jacked. You're jacked. We're all jacked right now. <sighs> Just went uh, Super Saiyan a little bit there. It happens sometimes. <laughs> She's got a lot of experience dancing. Got a got a titty out. Oh, miss, miss, you got a titty out. Miss, there's a titty out. They're such respectful gentlemen. Well, he's not. He's taking a picture. But the rest of them, respectful. But what do you really do in that situation? Because it's kind of awkward if you... Go- 
I personally, I'm gonna go. Hey, you got a you got a titty out there. Because I just don't, I don't care. I'm gonna tell you. It's kind of weird. It's probably gonna be awkward, but I'm gonna tell you. But like most people will probably just not tell you. You know, a lot of people won't tell you when there's something in your teeth, so they're probably not gonna tell you when you got a titty out. It was like I was another person. You know what? You know? Actually, I have a baby. I need hey, to kiss hey, right hey, down there. Don't worry about it. My district. That's my baby to kiss. You want? Oh no! Excuse me. Excuse me, please. Oh, 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 you don't take a swing at my hair. Ani just lit up a baby. Just, uh. Will Ferrell's like 6'5". That baby's like 1'5". Just rocked him. Just lit him up. Rocky Marciano. Like, you know how Rocky was punching people in the Rocky movies? <laughs> you know how he was punching people in the Rocky movies? That's how what Will Ferrell just did to that baby. Will Ferrell just rocked that fucking baby. <laughs> Got it in slow-mo. Just breaking its fucking neck. <laughs> baby punch gate. <laughs> that baby got lit up. To say that I am good with technology would be a lie. I, for, for a young person, I am not tech savvy at all. I am shitty with tech, bro. I can barely fast forward this film. You know how long we've been rewinding and fast forwarding films? Like when I accidentally hit a button, it I almost have to start the movie over. I almost have to start the entire movie over because I cannot fast forward or rewind. It doesn't make any sense. I'm 23 years old. I should be better at technology than what I am. Yes, she can. <laughs> you got Bill Clinton Bill Clinton with Will Ferrell Bill Clinton with Will Ferrell That's fucking great <laughs> You don't say That's not Jason Sudeikis is the only character That actually has any sense of this whole On this whole film At what age Do you just decide to get a fucking Middle aged man haircut Like when do you When do you just give in and go to that Cause like I st I got my hair long and it's kind of you know it's kind of a rebellious look or whatever. But at what age do you just decide I'm doing a f a middle part regardless of my hairline, regardless of my style? I'm just middle parting it like this, like a politician. What what at what age and at what point do people decide that? Y'all gotta get back to me on this and let me know, because I have no idea when. I need to actually, like, get my hair right. Do I need to do it now? Am I behind the curve? Do I look like a piece of trash most of the time? Yes. And I'm okay with that. I wear tank tops most of the time. I wear a tank top significantly more than I wear anything else. So, yeah, I'm a little bit trash, and I think my hair reflects that. But at what age do I need to get that middle part? Is it is it coming up in, like, 28? Is, like, 28 the age? 28 feels right. 28 still kind of young though. 38. And if the media would know. mind turning off all the recording devices and closing their eyes as well, we could start with the Lord's prayer. Our Father, Art, who is up in heaven, aloe vera be thy name. The thigh. Thy kingdom. Thy kingdom come. The magic kingdom.
as it is on Earth in the helicopter. Give us this day our daily pizza and let us digest it. Forgive us. Pass. Forgive our passes we commit sometimes on women folk with their dresses that are too tight. Like, that's a nice caboose you got on. You know what? That's not part of it. I know that. Keep your heads bowed, please. Forgive us for trespassing and do not lead us to the temptations because we are tired of them and their dancing. And deliver us from evil with your mighty sword and falcon forever and ever and ever. Amen. Say what you want. <clears throat> that man can improv. Well, he might have improv a little off the rails there for a second, but he can improv. He can improv quite a bit. It was pretty close. I'll tell you what. I was convinced, and I wouldn't doubt there's some crazy-ass churches like that in North Carolina. They got the snakes with them. There's got to be something to it. Like, they can't just be completely crazy. Like, how many of them have really gotten bitten? You know what I mean? Like, they probably, the preachers probably just tame the snakes so the snakes are used to people. So then you can hold them at the church. It's really not that crazy. And they probably take all the venom out too, to be honest. Like, there's probably no venom anyway. Although this guy is kind of sounding like, hey, they, they got the venom there. They might have the venom there. But realistically, they probably don't have the venom. They're probably used to people. If they're doing this every Sunday, a snake lives for like 30 years. If you're holding a snake like this every Sunday for 30 years, they're going to get used to doing this. And they're going to be fine. Like, they're not even going to probably bite people. But if you did get bit and they are venomous, you might, you might be, uh, you might ascend. You just might ascend. This would be like being on shrooms on the woods, on the dark. That'd be some scary stuff. Giving them an erection. That man's got the devil in him. He's got the, <clears throat> Cam Brady has the devil in him. Getting in an oh oh I say I remember this movie really well when I was a kid. I don't remember that. Oh, that they should have cut that scene. That scene didn't need oh. And this poor family, Cam Brady's literally Satan to them. Like, could you imagine one guy in shit and raccoon intestines? Just running through your fucking house, smashing your table after he had this. Like, he's already fucked your life up once. But again, he's literally Satan to those people. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I'm this guy. I'm a little bit drunk myself. But fuck. Stand up to him, Marty. Punch him in his face, Marty. Light him up, Marty. Break his spirit, Marty. Break his back, like Bane did Batman, Marty. You know what I'm saying? He can win it. But you gotta break that back like Bane broke the bat. You know what? That actually probably wouldn't be an issue in today's political climate. Well, okay. No, that would definitely probably be an issue for like some people. And you might not get some votes. But I would say for most people, they wouldn't care. Although, I don't know, is there any transgender politicians that are, like, in, in like, a higher position? Like, like, a senator house or uh, anything like that? Like, governors? Is there any transgender governors or anything like that? I should look that up. G let me know. Let me know. He was such a nice person.
that's what's fucked up. <clears throat> like he had, he had a good heart for sure at one point, but at some point he got corrupted by, you got to assume the money, the power, all the opportunities that come with being a politician in the United States. He, uh, he got used to that, lost his way. A lot of people lose their way. Doesn't mean they're necessarily bad people. They just need to find their way again. Sir? Huh? Please get out of the vehicle. Get out. You know what? Absolutely. And thank you for doing your job. I appreciate it. Also, thank you for releasing me upon my own recognizance. Sir, have you been drinking? Yes, I have. I've had five or six small batch bourbons. That's a lot. I'm going to have to ask you to take a breathalyzer test. <laughs> Five or six small batch bourbons. Dude, you're trashed. If you had five... Them bourbons are probably old as hell. Probably strong as hell. Five or six of them, you're trashed. <laughs> Bro, I swear to God, this is exactly how I would do it. I want to break the law so much all the time, but then I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to get in trouble if I do. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm back up. I'm literally just crying. I'm back up. Stop the vehicle. I see you. Get out of the vehicle. Hey, here's the good news. I came back. Me. Here's the good news. I came back. Come on. He came back. He did come back. You know, you should have count that into his court case. This rainbow lamb. Y'all got to watch this part. This is one of my, this is one of the best parts. This is one of the best scenes. I'm an American. And I believe in American ingenuity and hard work, unlike my friend here, Cam Brady, who believes that everyone should live in rainbow land. Douglas, I'd like to say one thing. I'm an American too. And I have no idea what he's referring to as rainbow land, okay? I'm referring to a 13-page doctrine written by Camden Brady called rainbow land. That's something I wrote in the second grade. <laughs> in the second grade. I think anybody that writes about the redistribution of wealth sounds like a communist to me. Am I right? Hold on. It is the simple story of a teddy bear giving a pot of gold to a leprechaun, okay? That's right. May I read from page seven? Please come with me to Rainbow Land, where unicorns are made of fudge and cotton candy and everything oh is my free. God. It's a and everything is place. free. <laughs> it's fiction. I guess everything we're all free. idiots according to Cam Brady. <laughs> I didn't say that. I did not say that. Hey, hey, I do not want to live in Rainbow Land in and Rainbow? you can't you make can't me live in Rainbow Land. Land. Yeah. You do not have to live in Rainbow Land. You It's not a real place! How many times I gotta say it? It's not real! 
What is he pointing at? Hey, he's pointing at him. He's pointing at him. Fucking. Hey, I'm taking Will Ferrell. In a real fight, I'm taking Will Ferrell, bro. Will Ferrell, like 6'5. Zach Galvanakis is out of shape. He's getting waxed. Will Ferrell's gonna bully him. Will F that's exactly how it would happen in real life. Will Ferrell would bully Zach Galifianakis. Oh no. Oh no, here it comes. Oh, another miss. Pink punched a dog now. Like the favorite dog, Uggy. I don't even know who Uggy is. Who is Uggy? Hey, but he made some hey, he if he sold number six on Amazon, okay? Like realistically. What was a book like that go for? Like a couple bucks? Five bucks? Say five bucks. It's number six? It's number six on the list? You know what? He's made some money off of that book. He could probably chill. He he's made some money off his politician career for sure. Let's let's be honest. We know how it works. We know how the game works. And he just sold a number six? He could retire, bro. Retire. You know you gotta win this campaign. I'd like to say one thing. Marty Huggins for Congress in 012. It's a mess. You're taking money from Marty Huggins campaign? To do a plug on my show? Yes, I did take money from Marty Huggins, but you can rest assured that every dime, every single dime will be used to defeat Marty Huggins. It's a mess. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Could you imagine, like, Biden doing a Trump promo? You know how fucking hell I would die. I would, I would actually pay to see that. Can they, can one of them do that? Can we force the two candidates to uh, do a campaign for each other? Like, they gotta be nice, though. Oh, no. She's crying downstairs, though. Come on up here. Yeah, four times. Oh, it's, it's just been terrible. For one, Cam has just completely let his body go. It's just a whole mess of fat and weirdly placed hair. It's like somebody dropped a glazed ham in a barber shop. Okay, oh, that, come on. That's ridiculous. Come on. Okay, but like we've seen Will Ferrell shirtless. We've seen Will Ferrell shirtless. He actually looks like that. His his body actually kind of looks like that. Like she's kind of just describing his body. Ass and titties. 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 That song used to be a bop. Congressman Cam Brady claims to be a family man. What a nice day we've had. Cam Jr.? Mm-hmm. Batting cages and water park. Must be the hidden camera situation. You were doing cannonballs. You were good at those. But yeah. well, what a campaign ad. Yet? What a campaign sort of. ad. Must be tough having your dad not be around that much, you know? What is he talking about? I'm around too much. If you did this, I could be your dad. if you did this in real life, you should win. You can call me dad. No. Go ahead, try. No, don't do it. Uh, no, I'm your daddy. Go ahead. If you got the other person's dad, oh shit, kid, to do this, bad. you should win. This is how I imagine like I biological fathers feel like when they see stepfathers. I feel like this Let is like Marty Huggins like a stepfather. Huggins, he regretfully, no, he doesn't, because he knows be. he just won. Cam Jr. knows he done messed up. Easy. <laughs> I'm just taking deep breath. Bro, you oh, would be. Hey, hey, Jason Sudeikis is trying to talk him down. Emotion, He's trying to talk him down judgment. a little bit. Yeah. I think logic. What do you want? No. To do? <laughs> fuck his wife. No, no, you can't do that. No, 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 no. Fuck his wife. Television. No, you definitely can't do that. First part, maybe. The second part, definitely not. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get my son to call you daddy. Mm -hmm. I fuck your wife. That's the deal. That is the deal. 
What are you pointing at over there? You got a book of bad ideas? <laughs> yeah, I got but... a book of good ideas. That's the first one. Get my son. Take all you daddy. Call daddy. Turn, turn the page. Turn the page. Says, Fuck your wife. Fuck your wife. <laughs> That was pro okay. So all the things that we most quoted, like we quoted a lot. The masturbating, the prices, Drew Carey, the prices, right? We did the, but the turn the page, fuck your wife. That is the most quoted part of this movie. That's gotta be the most quoted part. This movie was such a classic. It's gotta be a top ten comedy. To me, to me at least, I'll say, to me, this is a top ten comedy. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Hey, she loves owls. I love owls. That's something me and uh, Marty Huggins' wife have in common. Yeah, you gotta get the dogs out of there. Okay, so <clears throat> what percentage of people kick the animal out when they have sex? What percentage? I uh, used to kick my cats out consistently. I used to kick my cats out every time. Because I thought it was weird. But then eventually... Once you get roommates and shit, and, like, their cat box is now in my room, so I can't kick them out of my room for, you know, however long I'm going to kick them out. What if they have to go to the bathroom? So I've literally adjusted to just banging with my cat staring me in the eye. And is that weird? That might be weird. You know what? It sounds kind of weird. They're not staring me in the eye, okay? They're not, they're not staring me in the eye. That's weird. They're not doing that. What what I'm saying is they're in the room and they can for sure see me. I'm not looking at them because I'm embarrassed and I'm awkward. But they're animals and they're cool with it. And how many I, 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 have people tried this? I put my head in the freezer mm, while you do me from behind. Have people tried the head in the freezer? What what is what is the appeal to that? What is the appeal to the head in the freezer? I need to know. Could you imagine? The following commercial is rated TV and A for mature Like, audiences. I just said. Huggins can't even take care of his own wife, so I did. That night, Marty's wife voted multiple times. I just said that you automatically win if you get somebody to call their other, like, the other campaign person to call their son their dad. I just said that you win. But, like. I'm Cam Brady, and I seductively approve this This is the issue with young people, okay? I'll admit this. Young people are too quick to think that we know everything. Like, yes, we do have new ideas, and we are the change that is coming. For sure. For sure. That's not question. But we do tend to try to ignore any of older values, any traditional old values. And yeah, like a lot of them are going to go away, but it's still good to know them. It's still good to understand them and to understand that change is going to be it's going to be slow. It's going to be progressive. It's going to move in that direction. There's so many people that just want to like get in there and just change every single law in one day. That's not going to happen. That would be so crazy. That would mess up a lot of stuff. You can't do that. You can't just today. I'm going to change everything. That would be crazy. What the fuck? Do you know how much time it would take to implement those? Like we have to, if we wanted to make like free college, legalize weed, um, prison reform, police reform, okay, right? Those four things. If we wanted to do those four things, then we would have, you would have to do it over like, you would sign the bill today, right? But it would probably start implementing, you know, a little bit each year. So by 
2025 we'll have complete reform. But like the fact that you guys think like just stuff is going to change today. You're not good. the change today isn't today. The change is not today. The change is going to be I don't know in a couple days, couple years. Maybe by the time we're 30 or 40 and by the time we're 30 or 40, all the change that we wanted will finally be implemented, but you know who's going to be bitching? The people who are younger than us. Gen Z, the younger Gen Z. I think I'm the first of the Gen Z. Um, I don't know it that well, to be honest. But assuming I'm the first of the Gen Z, like the youngest of the Gen Z will probably hate all of my beliefs because I'm going to be conservative conservative, and not like progressive enough and I'm not going to understand enough and I'm not... It's hard to learn that much. Like a lot of people are trying. And I think that's the issue with a lot of progressives is like they just try to push it too much. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Pause all of those thoughts. This is a classic Classic. Hey, you know what? If someone fucked your wife and you just walked up and shot him in the leg, I don't think he would go up in the polls. You know what? That actually makes sense. To be honest... Well, the guy, I would vote for him. If you walk up and you shoot someone in the leg, in the polls. that's the motherfucker I want running our country, I think. You know, because you know he's a nice guy. So, like, to put that in context, the reason why I'd vote for Marty is because you know he's this nice guy at heart, but he's going to stand up when he needs to stand up. Right? He's going to shot. He's gonna shoot a man and go up in the polls because... He's such a likable, nice guy, and they know he's a soft guy, but he's going to stand up. He's going to stand up. And when it comes to it, you know he's going to do what he needs to do. Like Bernie. Bernie backed the fuck down. Bernie's just as nice of a guy as Marty is, but Bernie wouldn't shoot nobody. And you know what? That's why Bernie keeps getting screwed over in the primaries by the DNC is because he ain't willing to shoot a motherfucker in the thigh to let him know. If Hillary would have won and he'd be like, nah, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. We ain't doing that. And he would have shot Hillary. What the fuck? I'm voting Bernie, bro. Bernie lit up Hillary. I'm voting for Bernie, bro. Is that a crazy statement to make? That might be a little bit crazy of a statement to make. That might have been too wild of a statement to make. We might have to cut that part out. I don't know. If Bernie would have shot Hillary, I think he would have been president. That's what I'm going to end that statement on. I think if Bernie would have shot Hillary, he would have been president. <laughs> and look, hey, because he's stand up, he shot fucking Cam Brady. Now he's going to stand up to these motherfuckers, these pieces of shit that are really running the country. What's up? You, you can come in. I'm just recording. Don't hit the camera or nothing. You all cool? What's good, bro? I'm just trying to record and figure shit out. This is my first trial episode. So I'm doing my little thingy thing. I'm, you know, seeing how it's going to be called. It's called, uh, Higher Praise. praise. Yeah, because I'm just, like, appraising all the movies that I used to really like. It's like, this is the campaign 2012. And that shit is funny as That's what I was saying. Top 10 comedy, bro. I was like, I remember back when I was in high school, we was quoting this bitch. Bro, we used to quote all fucking movies. Like, remember we had soundboards? That's what I'm saying, bro. 
So basically, this is what the whole the whole podcast is gonna be is just me watching these old movies that I used to love and just talking bullshit and throwing like really because like we've all seen them, so you don't need to watch the whole thing anymore. But you can bullshit through it. But you know, we'll see how good I am at editing. That's gonna be what's gonna fuck me up is I'm not gonna be as good technically as I am at just commentary and bullshitting. But uh, I just wanna say what's up, basically. I'm gonna say. What you doing? What y'all going to try or something? Oh, fuck. Good luck with that, my man. I'm going to record this and probably sleep or sleep. You, man, all only thing you had to do is not hit my camera, bro. You know what's crazy? I just headed up even better. No, you didn't, bro. I bet you you fucked it all up. No, what, what, what did you all see in there? I suppose, like, just this little corner of the arm, a little bit of this, and this, and then mostly my... Nah, you don't need it in there. It goes to right on the edge of the gas mask, and then it goes just above your bed, like right above the mic. What the hell? I had this in it, though. Did you get that? How'd you hit it? Like that? It's level. You fucked it up. You motherfucker. Look, I'm sorry, dude. I, I'm late. I took my first trial. Oh, God, bro. Kick the fucking camera and it's broken. Kick the motherfucking camera. Okay, we're back. Uh, I lost track of everything that we were watching for a second there. My roommate barged in. My roommate Titus barged in. Damn, that's kind of hard. You gotta, I got to record probably about two hours worth of shit. I'm going to have to edit down. You know what? I need to know. Um, you know, this is kind of a test episode. So let me know how long you guys think we should do the whole thing. I'm thinking... I've, you know, I'm imagining 45 minutes is what I'm thinking. Cut it down to 45, but, you know, we're not entirely sure. Hello, I'm Marty Huggins. We came back in I'm on a sad moment. This is a sad moment to come back in. Sad moment to come back in, for sure. See, the truth is, Definitely big money is running moment. politics in America. No, Billionaires and corporations like have given me millions of dollars to say what they want me to say. What the hell is he doing? And most of the time, what they want me to say is a lie. Well, I'm not doing it anymore. But on this election day, if you choose to vote for me, know this. I will never take another dime from any billionaire or corporation. And to get the ball rolling, I will tell you the darkest secrets of my life. On October 23rd, 1996... At 2.11 p.m., I farted in a very crowded elevator and blamed it on a war veteran. I would like to apologize to that woman. Last year, I attended a Halloween party dressed up as Lady Gaga. I felt so alive and free, I did not take off the costume for two days. As a prank, when I was 15, my big brother told me you have to masturbate with your feet. And to this day, that's how I do it. <laughs> this feels good. <laughs> Everyone, turn to the person next to you, reach in your heart, and let it speak. Uh, that shit. Damn. Telling the truth. Let's approve <laughs> a deep, dark secret. What would be my big, deep, dark secret? Piece of shit. I'm your twin sister. Deepest, darkest secret, man. I don't even know. Like, I, sh Sometimes I feel like I should tell you guys some deep, dark something. That's the guy who lets the old lady touch his titty. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I tried to kill you in your sleep. What? Three times. You see, 
Telling the truth feels good, and it's what this country was built on. I'm Marty Huggins, and this is one message I approve. That's honestly how you would win an election. If you were just honest, if you were just the most honest person, just open up, tell all of your secrets. Who cares? You're a stripper at one point. Who cares? Drug addict at one point. Who cares? You know what? People have been through it. That doesn't make you unfit to be a politician. They act like these dark secrets make it. Man, they're some of the most corrupt, shitty people on the planet are politicians. They're just good at hiding it. That's what their profession is, is hiding their secrets. I think if politicians could just be more honest with people, I think our country would be in a lot better shape. I think that is the biggest disconnect is between the the way the politicians and the government is working and the way they're communicating it and being transparent with us. I think that is a massive issue. You know, this was an interesting film to pick for my first one because it's such a political film. And I really didn't want to get political with this um, project. I didn't want to do a lot of politics. I wanted to do a lot more funny shit. But I definitely still want to show a side that's real, a side that's me. And, you know, this happened to just be the first one we picked. And it's such a good film. It's still so funny. It's one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Like I said, top 10 comedy for me. One of my, you know, childhood memories I hold dear. And so I guess we're going to get a little bit more political on this podcast. But I am a horrible congressman. (sighs) Now, hold on. Hear me out. I hardly ever vote in Congress. And I never read the bills. When I'm in D.C., I mostly... Facebook old girlfriends, play fantasy hockey, words with friends, scrabble, draw something. I just enjoy being Congressman Cam Brady, and I was scared to death of losing that. So I took a bunch of money from the Mach brothers and convinced myself that selling the 14th district to China was a good idea. All they care about is profits, not you. Not me, not America. The only reason why my wife is here tonight is because they paid her to be here. Jesus, I think we should take our leave. Excuse me. Uh, These are lies. These are not bad. Don't touch me. We're both ex-Marines. Get away now. Get away or start slapping people. But do you know which individual in this room stood up to the Mach brothers and said no? Marty Huggins. That son of a bitch fears no man. He should be your congressman. Sure, I know what you're thinking. He's a weirdo. I've often wondered why the folks from Ripley's, believe it or not, haven't broken into his house and and kidnapped him for permanent display. Got his ass. I'll tell you this, he's one of the good ones. You really do like Marty in this, though. Like, you really do end up loving Marty's character. You can't... Yeah, he's weird. Congressman yeah, Marty Huggins. You know, here, a guy you wouldn't want to hang out with necessarily, maybe. You know, he's a little socially awkward. He's, you know, he's got his he's got his niche. He's going to have people that are going to be like him that want to hang out with him. He's going to have friends. And, and when you're just that nice, when you're that nice to everyone, and you're that genuine all the time, People are going to want to be around like they're going to even if you say some weird shit like that story he was telling at the beginning when he was just going on and on and on about these pugs. People hate that. 
That is one of the worst things you can do is just droll and bore the fuck out of people. But they'll tolerate that if you're a genuine and a nice person. People will tolerate a lot just for some for some genuine kindness. <clears throat> well, in traditional Harley fashion, I finished an entire bag of flaming Hot Munchies and a little bag of flaming Hot Funyuns. I like to do this little trick where I open the munchies and I open the Funyuns and I mix them in there just to add another variety to the munchies. And it's just fire. If Flamin' Hot is called Flamin' Hot for a reason, there's flames on the side of the bag for a reason. That is fire. I bash that whole bag. I can see the time on the computer, and it's been an hour and 38 minutes. I bashed a whole bag in an hour and 38 minutes. That is a Harley Bushdecker special. Get on up there before I change my mind. Thanks so much. One minute, you got your pants down, and the next minute, you're a U.S. Congressman. It's usually the other way around, I guess. I'd like to thank Cam Brady for his intestinal fortitude for doing what he just did. I want the 14th District to know that you will not be sold to China, to Brazil, to Nova Scotia, or any other country. Hi, Cam. Hey, Mitch. That was the greatest gesture I've ever seen in my life. That was book-worthy. Thank you. Hey, uh... I'd really like to work together again someday. Well, nothing would please me more. Hey, it's a deal. By the way, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you look great. <laughs> I started drinking again. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. And I want to end daylight savings time. I hate when it gets dark early. <laughs> Washington, D.C., I have a message for you. I'm bringing my broom because you know why? It's a mess. But overall, um, still such a good movie. Overall, this is still such a good film. Like, it's just as good now as it was in 2012 when I was in high school. I still love it so much. I'm glad you guys watched it a little bit with me and uh, went through some talks, had some conversations. We got a little bit, you know, political, a little bit into some deeper conversations than I was initially expecting. But I don't want to limit this project in any way and what I'm doing. I just kind of want to have fun with it. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to talk about everything. I think it would be great to, you know, just not limit what these conversations and what this commentary and dialogue are. I don't want to limit what this commentary is. I want to watch these films and let that be our inspiration. You know, interpret this art. Where does it take us? And this is where it took us today. I'm so glad you guys joined us um, on this little journey we did. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate all of you guys' support um, and all my friends, family, um, fans that listen to me. I, uh, I really appreciate you and thank you a lot.